Welcome back, everyone, to episode 92 of the Popcorn Podcast. I'm Tommy Cresta. Alongside me, my co-host, Ryan Ferran. And today, we're here to review John Wick Chapter chapter 4, along with doing some news stuff that we have going on. And I actually have a couple big announcements that we have to make. But uh, yeah, uh, Ryan, how you doing? Um, I'm doing okay. You know, it's been a... It's been a long little bit trying to get this to work, but it has been. You know, it's, been a, it's been a rough session. We kind of just realized that your mic is way too loud and that we're both idiots, but you know, yeah, it's we got to work at the end of the day. Well, hopefully, after my birthday, I can get some new equipment, get a better microphone. Hopefully, hopefully. But um, oh, so do you want to? I have I wrote a little outline for the episode. Absolutely, go do for you want, it. So first off, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear my story that I told you I want to tell you about? Or do you want to hear the news that I've been holding out? You can, you can tell me whatever your heart desires, Tommy. <laughs> okay. I want you to take this. So we'll go with my story first. So I was working out at the gym today, and it was a nice chest day. I was doing some bench, some other machines. And uh, there was this couple. They were like 24, a little older than me. But they kept staring at me like the entire time. Can you, can you look at me? I know you're on Adobe. I know you're trying to figure some stuff. No, out. I'm on John Wick's cast oh. trying to go over that because oh, that's the point of the episode. I'm sorry. No, sorry. You know, I'm trying no. to do a cold opening. No, you go ahead. But um, so it was this couple, and they were like staring at me, and I was like, "Do I have like a wedgie in my pants or like my pants ripped or something?" Mm-hmm. Like they just kept staring at me, and uh, they just kept staring. And I was like, "Whatever." So I kept working out, and I kept noticing that they were just staring and staring and staring. I was like, "What the hell do you want?" Right. And eventually, they pointed at me. I was like. Okay, and then I was working. I was like doing the pull down. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I'm doing shoulder press. And uh, he walks by and he's like looking at me. And I'm like, dude, did I do something to this guy? And I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And eventually, the girl comes, Lee walks straight up to me, and goes, "Do you host a podcast?" Oh God! And I was like, "Yeah, it's the Popcorn Podcast." She's like, "I knew it! I knew it!" She's like, "Is Ryan here?" <laughs> I was like, "No." And she's like, "Me and my boyfriend are such huge fans." And I was I'm like, "So sorry, <laughs> dude." I believe said, "I was like, no one's ever noticed us before." <laughs> I was like, "You're probably one of our only fans." Yeah, but um, yeah, I just thought it was really funny, and like I talked to him for a little bit, and I want to give a shout out to Kendall and Nicole. You guys were awesome, very nice. Thank you for coming up to me. Uh, it made my day. It was pretty fun. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Somebody actually recognized you. Yeah, it was weird. Wow. And because the guy was explaining, he's like, yeah, I saw you on Razor Lost podcast doing bullet train. He's like, and I came over to your guy. You guys are hilarious. I was like, yeah, we're just actually dumb. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. There's no skill involved in our comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, talk about that. And now the news part. So my dad's kind of, he's been busy this past week, like on business and stuff, traveling. And he was like, hey, do I have a – can I be your manager for like oh, for a little bit? I was like, sure. Why not? So my dad uh, my dad got in contact with Daniel Dousmalchin's PR team. Cool. And uh, we might be having him on the podcast. Awesome. And come on. That deserved a bigger no, reaction. Cool. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I don't such, react to things. Yeah, you're, I really <laughs> thought that was going to get like a smile or something. I got no. nothing. I am no. basically every David Dasmaushin character. I just don't react. No. You don't die. That's true. I don't. Yeah, you I don't, don't die in every single thing you do. I don't die in every in the worst way possible in every Denny Villeneuve movie. But yeah, they're uh, they're reviewing some of our uh, our episodes right now awesome. to see if we fit and. We don't know how long it could be. It could be. It could also fall through. But they, I just read through the forwarded email. They want to listen to some of our episodes, make sure our content's okay, make sure 
We don't have any rat, like crazy beliefs or anything that would get us in trouble. But I think that would Not be a podcast. No. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this episode. But um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was pretty cool. That was some pretty cool news. Yeah, we keep those beliefs at home. But if he comes on, that'd be pretty fun. That'd be cool. You yeah. need to stop talking. <laughs> this is bad. But um, now getting into the news part of this. Oh yeah, and shout out to Jeremy Allen White. I'm rewatching the Bear. Dude's incredible. Is he? Yeah, he's oh. he's phenomenal. Oh, speaking of David S. Madison for a second, mm-hmm. did you see him on that one uh, Barstool podcast? Yeah, talking about the scene in Prisoners where he, you know, as he put it, blows the back of his head off. Did you see him talking about that? Yeah, he's like sometimes it's like, it a little too real. It's <laughs> <laughs> so real. I passed out. Like Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> it's yeah, crazy. He really gets into it. Yeah. But um, impressive. Getting into our news portion before we get into the actual review. No, the funniest part of that, though, to cut you off one more time, him saying that he woke up and just see Jake Gyllenhaal over top of him. Come on now, that's that's heaven. a pretty good way to wake up. That is up. a great way to wake up. <laughs> if I could have Jake Gyllenhaal standing over me every time I woke up in the morning, yeah, I'd have a lot different mental health state right now. <laughs> but uh, we got our first official picture of Lady Gaga's Harley Quinn in Joker Two: A Folly of Dukes, which is Madness of Two. And uh, not gonna lie, me and Ryan talked about this. Very disappointing. Yeah, I was expecting a lot more out of Tide Phillips and the makeup crew. Yeah, I don't think it looks bad by any means, but it's just very, very. It looks like a Halloween costume, like you said. Like the actual outfit looked okay, but the makeup was just two lines under the eyes, so it wasn't really anything crazy. Like the Joker makeup in the first one was very different, but I think it worked for that movie. And I, I wish they went with something a little more, like, experimental almost for her. Yeah. Because it's I, kind of the oh, very – it, Yeah, it's very the, like, classic, extremely basic Harley Quinn makeup. But at the same time, I feel like they could switch it up later because yeah, it might was. be, like, just the beginning. Like, he has clown makeup in the first one, which is this basic clown makeup. This could be, like, her first time clown makeup, and it gets, you know, a little more out there as the movie goes on. So. Yeah, it gets more and more crazy. Yeah. Yeah, so first look at that was pretty cool to at least see that they're in the filming and all that. Uh, we also got a trailer for Tommy Wiseau's second ever movie. If, for those who don't know, Tommy Wiseau made The Room, which is widely considered the worst movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's called a uh, Big Shark. Oh God! <laughs> and it's about a bunch of boxers fighting a big shark. <laughs> I didn't see this yet, but I'm I have to look this up. It's coming out this year? Yeah, dude, looks terrible. Oh, hell yeah. Um, now moving on from that. We're seeing this in IMAX. Well, I, dude, I'll be surprised if it's in a theater near us. <laughs> uh, moving on from that, Robert Downey Jr. is set to star in a remake of Vertigo, the very famous and incredibly made Alfred Hitchcock uh, film. And uh, yeah, exciting. It's really – we don't know anything else about it. We don't know who's directing it, who's writing it, but we do know Robert Downey Jr. will be starring in it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Nothing crazy. Uh, now to some big news, which also features Robert Downey Jr. Robert Pattinson, Robert Downey Jr., Amy Adams, and Forrest Whitaker are starring in Adam McKay's new movie, Average, average Height, Average Build, is a dark political satire about a serial killer played by Pattinson trying to run for political office to try and make laws on killing easier to make his job a little easier. I love Adam McKay. I know not everyone's a Don't Look Up fan, but I actually really enjoyed Don't Look Up. I didn't think it deserved the Best Picture nomination. But then you have films like The Big Short, Superbad, all of that. Yeah. Uh, not Superbad, Anchorman. Yeah. That's but um, no, I think Adam McKay is a great director. And Succession, which you're starting now. Yeah, and Succession, which I've started. Very so, good so far. Just weird. 
but they're just mm-hmm. all socially awkward human beings. Yeah. It does take like an episode or two. Not that the first couple are bad, but it does take a bit to like get you into the mindset of the like because it's very like high business. Like they don't shy away from all that stuff. So it takes some getting into the first couple episodes. But it's a fantastic show. A lot of people say it's the best show on right now. I wouldn't disagree with that, but I don't I'm not sure. Uh, there's a lot of good shows out right now. But stop talking about succession. This new movie sounds really good. Because obviously <laughs> we both love Pattinson and RDJ was connected, right? Yeah, he's, he's in it. Yeah. So just by those two and Adam McKay and just the synopsis of it, it sounds it sounds like it's gonna be really funny. So I'm pumped for that movie. Yeah, and that's all we really know about so far. But it's cool to see Pattinson starting to get a little bit more mainstream because he has what Bong Joon Ho's um, sci-fi movie with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, and then he has this. But the last bit of news is nothing crazy. I forgot how many things I say. I'm trying to find the ad read, and <laughs> I forgot how many video pictures I saved from our meme argument the other day. Oh, the yeah. Shut the fuck up, Anator one. <laughs> but uh, uh, you will be ending on its fifth and final season, which will come out in 2024. I've never. Wa- I tried to watch the show. Not a huge fan. Couldn't get into it, but I know a lot of people do love it. Yeah, I never watched it, so I can't say anything. Yeah, but uh, creepy dude. Very creepy, dude. But yeah, that's all the news we have. And before we get into the John Wick review, we wanted to talk about how this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. And as we know, getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially when you're always growing and changing. We all have changed throughout the years. I used to be a lot more fun. <laughs> now I'm a little bit more boring. and But that's just part of life. Everyone changes, but therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we, re- why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Again, I really enjoy going to therapy. I believe every single person should be going to therapy. I think it helps everyone. Even if you don't think you're depressed or you think your mental health is perfect, there's still something you can improve on because I bet you other people don't think you're perfect. And that's that's my little thought process on therapy. And yeah, I think it's just a really good thing to do. And the way that they can set you up with a therapist just by going through a couple questions, get to meet your therapist, and you can change at any time with no additional fees. So if you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. As I said, just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Popcorn Pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash Popcorn Pod. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this show. Nice. Yeah, I can't lie. I, I didn't have it pulled up and I kind of forgot what it was. But if I ever stop, if I ever just stop talking and I like... Well, just, yeah, just, but I didn't have. I don't just know. Just say better. Just say popcorn pot. <laughs> I don't memorize it. I'm sorry. Anytime you hear me stop talking, I just like pop, popcorn pot. Popcorn pot. <laughs> Is that what we're doing now? Yeah. But uh, yeah. So, thank you again to BetterHelp. Now into the main point of this episode, and this is John Wick Chapter Four, released in 2023. is an action noir sitting at two hours and 49 minutes. And so far, critically, it has an 8.5 out of town IMDb, 95% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, 78 on Metacritic, and a 96% on Google. 
Movie's good. It's very good. That's about it. Yeah. I think the movie's fantastic. I think, to me at least, it was by far the best one. Really? Yeah, because to me, this one had a better story, and I, it felt more emotional to me. And I think it had the best uh, side characters so far. I can agree with that. I think the side characters were the strongest in this. But there were also, like, a ton more than there usually are. It wasn't just John Wick against the world in this one. It was John Wick against a lot of really cool people. And then also he had some buddies along the way, which is cool to see. Yeah, and as I said before, I think we've talked about Donnie Yen is one of the coolest human beings on this entire planet. And I love how they just make him blind in projects. Yeah, like it's the second time now. Yeah, right? I like how it's become his typecasting to yeah. make him a blind guy. But uh, here, here, how do I pronounce his first name? Hiroyuki Sonata. Yeah, Hiroyuki yeah. Sonata. I never pronounce it right. Mm-hmm. Icon. <laughs> I mean, he's one of the most famous actors, I think, in the world. Like, even if you don't know his name, everyone knows when they see that guy. Yeah. Like, oh, he's... that's the sword fighting guy, ninja, whatever. Yeah. They, everyone will say different He's extremely things. recognizable. And sadly, as we knew, as most of us know, uh, the week prior to this film coming out, Lance Reddick had passed away. Yeah. Um, and everyone, they said nothing but great things about him. I love him in this. I loved him in The Wire. Yep. Very talented actor and very sad. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I loved him. He was he was my dad's favorite character in these. Oh, yeah. He's, he loved him. Besides loved John Sharon. Wick, yes, probably. Yeah. Because he was just such like that quiet, calm, cool, collected dude who just fucks shit up every once in yeah, a while. Yeah, he was going crazy in the third great. Yeah, no. Um, and he's, sadly, he actually he, – this, just so everyone knows, this episode is going to be spoilers. So if you don't want spoilers, please go see the movie. We'll get off of this podcast and, yeah. and go see the movie and then come back and listen to us talk about it because it's going to be a spoiler review. Yeah. And it's worth it. It is. It is it's a great movie. Go see it in the theater. Biggest screen possible. Go see it in IMAX. IMAX, please sponsor us. But it it was sad to see him get killed in the movie. Yeah. I leaned over to you immediately. I was like, ooh, a little too soon. Yeah, <laughs> it felt too soon watching it. But they, they're not going to change that just Yeah. Uh, Ian McShane as Winston is iconic. I love him. I'm so excited for his uh, prequel series the, called The Continental. Yeah. With a younger him. So I, they need to find someone that has his charisma. Right. And the guy had that cool walk because he's got a smooth walk. He does. And yeah. that tall, like whatever that little bit of accent he has. It's like it old English. Yeah, I don't know where he's from, but it's just oof. And then Rena Sawam. I'm gonna pronounce this wrong. She plays Akira. I'm gonna pronounce so badly. Rena Sawayama. Dude, I'm pretty sure. I'm struggling, but she was a badass. She was. Oh yeah, she was dope. And you were saying this is her first movie role. First movie ever. She's a she's a singer in Japan, but yeah, yeah. And she's an acrobat. I mean, she must have been. She 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 goes crazy in this movie. Yeah, she did a really great job. I want to see oh. her and Katniss have a fight. She would fuck Katniss. Dude, are oh. you sure Katniss with a bow is Katniss? Katniss can shoot well. She can't move like her. No, but all she needs is to hit her with one bow to the neck. She was dodging bullets. That was dodging bow and bullets. Dude, she was ducking. She was in close through. combat, and she was she was fighting. Katniss would get her fade rocked. <laughs> she would get the die. She would get the die knocked right out of her hair, dude. Be over. Hey, you leave Jennifer Lawrence out of this. I know. I just still think it's so funny how they just switched hair colors. Her and Peta. Yeah. Jennifer in Lawrence real life. and um, whatever his name Josh is. Josh Hutcherson. Yeah. He's going to be in the uh, Five Nights at Freddy movie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, back to John Wick. Bill Skarsgård, I thought, was very good. I didn't know if I was sold on him at first, but throughout the movie, I progressively liked him more and more. 
I thought the same thing. That first scene with um, Winston and was Sharon, not. I didn't, didn't love him. That didn't first feel scene. it. Yeah. I also thought that whole scene, the beginning of the movie, it threw me off a lot because it felt really rushed. Like I, I knew like the end of the third movie ends with Winston, you know, shooting John Wick off the ceiling, off the ceiling, off the roof and trying to kill him, which, you know, it's a bad thing for him to do, but you kind of understand it because he's just trying to, he's trying to save his own ass and the continental at that point, which you kind of understand. But then this movie begins immediately with just, oh, yeah, you did that, but we don't care. That didn't work. There goes your hotel. And that kind of threw me off in the very beginning. Like, the end of the third one was kind of for nothing. So, I don't know. The beginning threw me off a little bit, especially that opening scene. I really didn't love it. I thought it came a little bit too fast. But as the movie progresses, it uh, it made sense because, you know, it gives John Wick a thing to, you know, he doesn't have a place to go back to. You can't just go back to Winston and the Continental for help. So uh, I thought it worked out by the end, but definitely the beginning of the movie was a little bit rushed, maybe a little undercooked, but they totally made up for it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I agree. I thought that first scene, I got what they were going for. Like, it's his fault he didn't kill John Wick because yeah. I like how Bill Skarsgård, the Marquise de Gras, is that how you say it? De Gras. It's, it's French. Yeah, some French word. But he's just the leader. <clears throat> but he's pretty much trying to put the blame on on Winston because I like I did like the idea that Bill Skarsgård thinks John Wick he's like he's just a normal dude yeah. he's like you guys have made his like life big he's made his image bigger than life but mm-hmm. really as we all know that's not true John Wick is this he's the craziest assassin in the world yeah everyone knows who he is and I I enjoyed that but I do get what you're saying the beginning felt rushed and it felt very different than where I thought they were going to take it yeah like, I thought Winston was maybe going to just get praised for shooting John Wick, but instead he, he got Sharon killed for it. Yeah. Which didn't fit, it felt like. It felt like it was very different than everything else that we got. Yeah. But besides that, I thought the movie was almost perfect because I thought the cinematography was so well done in this one. Yeah. It might be the best out of the out of the four. Yeah, just, especially when they went to Osaka. Yeah. Just Osaka the visuals dope. in this movie. It was really fantastic. You notice the least lines that Keanu Reeves has? In this one? Yep. Says the least amount of lines. It makes sense. I can a see lot that. of scenes where he's just standing there. Oh, yeah. And he does a lot of fighting. Yeah. Especially in Osaka. Yeah. In he Osaka. has like three he's lines. He's just that standing. <laughs> cherry Blossoms. Cherry line. Blossoms Ooh. was off. It did look fire. But Donnie Yen is Kane. God oh, damn. He was per- perfectly cast in this. He with the the ring camera that he was set oh, up. Oh, yeah. The, the little doorbell. That was so well thought out. Yeah. To have that. It worked for me. The whole time. Yeah. There's not... I don't think there's anything besides the beginning, as we already talked about, that I didn't agree with. Because I thought the ending mm-hmm. was perfect. Yeah. And we had talked about the ending before, like me and you. We said there's no real... He can't really go off and just be alone again. Yeah. His only ending was really him dying. No. I agree with that. There is one thing, though, in the ending that I I wish they hit on. They just completely skipped on one thing. But we'll talk about that when we get to the ending. Okay. So you They wanna... just completely forgot about something. But... um. Talk about, about the dog. Yeah. The dog's in it. The dog's in the very beginning. He's not in the end. Yes, he is. Is he? He's at the grave. No way. Yes. Did I miss it? Bowery King's holding him on a leash. Nah. There's like three shots of just the dog. All right. Well, never mind. <laughs> I knew it. As soon as, as, soon as I was I didn't like, mention the dog. Dude, this whole week I've been thinking like, the whole point of these movies is about the goddamn <laughs> dog. And they forgot the dog. What happened? What happened? But all right. That's fair. 
Anyways, back to uh, blind Donnie N fighting dudes in a kitchen. It was <laughs> awesome. Like you were saying, that doorbell thing was so well thought out. And just the way he would fight as a blind guy, it wasn't like the doorbell would go off and he would have pinpoint accuracy on it. Like he was still missing shots. But when he would get up and close with somebody and be able to like touch them and just fist fight, he was unstoppable. So much to the point that he... Dude, that like Bugs Bunny wind up he did on the one guy. Dude, that was so funny. It was so funny. Like he's just so much better than everyone else who's trying to fight him. It's so funny. But it's you know, it's like the same thing with John Wick, where John Wick outshoots anybody. Kane just out punches everybody. <laughs> out fights. Yeah, out fights. Yeah. That's a better word. Sorry, I was posting Get a off TikTok. I was posting a TikTok. I'm trying to I made it's a time and place, Tom. I made I made another TikTok of you. Great. I know. I Great. just don't. I just I hate don't. It. I'm you gonna sue you one day. How are you gonna sue me? I'm not. Def- I'm, it's not defamation of character. Defamation. What are you gonna amber herd my ass? You took a shit. Take a shit bed, on my bed. Beat <laughs> <laughs> me. Fucking do it. But I will say, did you know this was the most stunts he did too? Keanu did ninety percent, and every driving scene is him. Yeah, that's what I saw. He didn't. I know they say he didn't do the jump out the window. Someone did that though. Yeah. I mean, you could tell that was real. <laughs> I wonder if the stairs were him. Yeah, that's were all they? him. He said he did the, the whole stairs is him. It's the most painful part of that entire movie. It was so hard to watch. <laughs> and not like a bad way, like a good way. Like they got the emotional feeling to it. Yeah. That you felt so connected to this character. You just like, feel so defeated. I really didn't think he was going to get there up the steps. Neither did I. I thought they were going to kill Winston. Mm-hmm. I thought that's how it was going to end. And then we're going to get John Wick 5. Did you see uh, – speaking of the John Wick universe now, because we're getting Ballerina. Yeah. Did you see that Norman Reedus is getting his own movie? Is, he's going to be in that as a main hitman? Is he? Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, also Nixon said, has a – Oh, yeah. Woo! He uses a crossbow. <laughs> no, he can't do that. That's too on the <laughs> nose, on the like, hitting back to another – Yeah. And Keanu will be in that. But yeah. we know that there will not be a John Wick 5. Yeah. They said they want to do a lot. Well, yeah, there's not going to be another John Wick. Thanks, Tom. It's really sad. <laughs> it what? is really sad. Because the um, original plan was five movies. Really? Mm-hmm. What, he just got too old? Probably. I can't blame him. Though. I can't blame him. This dude gets <laughs> his ass kicked in these movies. Yeah. No, they said um, they're obviously done with John Wick movies, but they're not done with Keanu as John Wick. He's going to be in more stuff. He's just not going to have his own movies. Yeah. Anymore, which that's fair enough. No, I thought this was the best way to end the franchise. Yeah, he had, he had to die. There's so, no way. Such a good like, scene, too, though. That uh, whole yeah. dual sequence was very good. Yeah. Dude, Donnie Yen's going to die from those wounds. There's, oh, no way that mother- There's no way that motherfucker would live. Yeah. He's got one. I don't know. He may, he may have taken one through the kidney. You only he, need one, though. He still got shot in the kidney. You only need one. Internal bleeding. <laughs> you can get it out. He's like got he's it. Donnie Yen. What's he going to do? Try and use tweezers? Can't see. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it's like the doctor game they used to play. Yeah, Operation. Operation. Yeah. I hated that game. I was so bad at Operation. <laughs> I was terrible. My hands shake too much. Yeah. Which makes no sense. It was hard. I can shoot, but I can't do that. And this was also... I think I also like the fight scenes in this one the most. Some of the choreography and some of the yeah. camera work they use in this, like that over the top shot when he's going through the abandoned building yeah. with the fire breath. My God, it was it was awesome. Gave our dad's vertigo though. Yeah, it's pretty funny. This movie's not for the faint of heart. Well, no, that's not 
thought because of gores because it's like I was getting dizzy watching, but I was loving it for the faint of heart. It's it's just stop, just stop. I don't know. I'm losing it. <laughs> you are. You're going crazy. Yeah. But crazy. Uh, what's what's the one guy I meant to shout him out? Where's he at? Shamir Anderson as tracker. Oh yeah. He was awesome. Highlight character. We both said at the at the end, we both agreed, like, if I, we got a series a or spinoff movie, this guy, we'd love it. Because he he felt the most like a normal dude. Yeah. Because he did not know, like, jujitsu or anything. That man was just coming out throwing hands. Yeah, he could wrestle a little bit, but not... not but John Wick did it in, like, seconds to him. Oh, yeah. Well, every other guy that John Wick fights, they have a little, like, a tussle. Mm-hmm. He ran a John Wick, punched him a couple times. <laughs> he did smoke John Wick a couple times with some, oh, he with did, some yeah. hands. Yeah. But he got put in a juggle right away. Mm-hmm. He's like if a boxer went to the UFC, like, in their primes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like the scene where he was... John Wick had him at gunpoint, and then he, he saved the dog instead. Yeah. That was nice. That was another, like, thing. Like, this is all about the dog. Dogs are important. Fuck cats. I know. I never got why people are cat people. I don't know. They're they're nice when they're like kittens and they'll kind of be nice to you, but when they're older, oh, they when their kittens are adorable. Yeah, but they hate you. Yeah. Like Dogs my grandma's you. cat despises me. Like I try and pet it, it scratches me. Yeah. Cats are just some of them are cool, but other ones are just mean. Yeah, like if, if this was about a cat, I wouldn't have liked it. They just eat your food and shit in your house. It's not cool. That's what dogs do. Your dog shits in your house? Your dog's never shit in your house. He has when he's sick, but you, know, you let him out. I, don't make it sound like I don't let my dog out. You just lock your dog in the basement, Tom? My dog did up. vomit on my carpet today. Ew. It's a rough one. Ew. It was horrible. It's terrible. Which one? Rocky. Oh, that's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> no, Maya, if she goes to the bathroom in the house, you can't get that smell out. Ugh. For those who don't know, Maya's my blind and deaf dog. Yeah. Who's like 15 now. She's getting up there. She'll be going down there soon. Winning the game of life. No, she's not. I mean, I think she's praying for the she's game. Playing of life the number game. <laughs> she's she's like, just put me, just put me six feet under, please, God. God, I love my dog. I know I'm giving off vibes. <laughs> I don't love my dog. But uh, I also loved his shotgun. It was the lever action. Oh yeah, yeah, it was yeah. cool. The rifle. It, yeah, was it was like, it was like he could like put different barrels on it too. It yeah, was cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah. He was just a cool dude. He drove an old school pickup truck. Oh yeah, and he had his dog. And his dog was so cute. And the fucking the backpack that turned into like dude, a me and vest. you at the same time looked at each other like, oh, <laughs> sick. Yeah, backpack opened up and he could like flick it open and became his plate carrier. Yeah, for all my military people that listen. But uh, it was dope because he turns, he gets shot in the back, and then as he turns back, he like shoves the guy away and he flips it, and the guy shoots him again and hits his chest plate. Yeah, and he had a pistol already in there. Yeah, it was he, awesome. he was ready to go. But that, that is. One of my complaints about this movie, though, is that the guys, especially in the uh, Osaka part and like the the Japanese continental, it um, my, my only complaint is that during the fights, they were all awesome, awesomely choreographed. I thought like it was perfectly like brutal. They did everything right, except when the guys in full body armor got shot, they would like fly around and like get thrown back a lot. When John Wick got shot with just the, like, jacket protector, I get that it works, but he doesn't flinch at all. Like, there's a few parts where, like, sparks come off his shoulder and he doesn't, he doesn't like, flinch whatsoever. Like, there should have been a little bit more pushback. Because even if you get shot in, like, a, a plate, 
it still hurts like a motherfucker. Yeah. You're not just walking that off real ribs. fast. I'm sorry, I wouldn't speak. I'm like, it breaks yeah. your ribs. Yeah, like I, I get like I get he's wearing armor. He should have he should have been had a little more movement to when he got shot. Yeah, exactly. But it's kind of also what you see, other guys did though that didn't. I kind of took it in like this movie's it's realism, but it's like crazy realism. Like it's over yeah. the top. I feel like it was. Arguably the least realistic of the three, though. Yeah, but like, yeah, no, none of these. That's not to say it was a bad thing. No, no, because the action was so cool. Because it's not the movie's based in some sort of reality, right? But but then it has its things of fiction, like the gunfights and how they fight is very real. Like the reloads, all that. A thing I said to my dad throughout the movie, we were talking about it, is. The fact that they had jams was the most realistic thing because yeah. for anyone who's ever shot a gun, I don't know how many gun people actually listen to us talk, but um, if you shoot a gun a lot, <laughs> he shoots a lot of rounds in this movie, you're yeah. going to have a malfunction because he's not cleaning it. He mm-hmm. doesn't have time for that. You're going to have a malfunction. The gun's not always going to go bang, and you see it a couple times, and he does exactly what you're, everyone's taught to do when you have a malfunction. Tap, rack, reassess, and I love that, and it was one of the things that made me love Lone Survivor. And it actually is something that makes me really mad in other things when people are on full auto for 12 minutes and <laughs> the gun works perfect because I can tell you for sure that's not how it's going to go. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I will say, yes, it's it's very far-fetched some of the ways that this movie is. But in the same way, they use a lot of realistic gun traits and fighting traits. But yeah, I know I went off on like a little tangent there. But yeah, it was something I thought about the entire movie. No, it makes sense. Like all the weaponry in this, in all four of these movies, is done very, very well. I'm not like I don't own a, any guns yet, but you know, you're in the army, so you can probably talk about that more than me. But from what I can tell, from what I've been told, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, because so. even we we I have an airsoft gun, and uh, even that jams. Yeah, like and we've seen we've seen it. It just doesn't always fire. And it's just, it's the same thing in real life. Not every gun's going to work every single time you go to shoot it. Mm-hmm. That's why people practice. And it, that's why it works so in this movie because you know that Keanu Reeves knows exactly what to do. Yeah. Because it's so quick that I bet you 90% of people didn't even think about it. Yeah. And that's what sets these movies apart is they have those little bits of super realistic parts. But the fighting is still more than like most other movies have ever done. It's It's – it's what sets these movies so far apart from any other action series ever, really. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And, I I mean, Keanu Reeves, that dude, he learned more driving than he ever has for this movie. He mm. did all these weapons training. We know he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. All these things. And I think he deserves all the credit in the world for this franchise. And my dad, my dad's never liked Keanu Reeves. Not as a person, it's just his movies. And my dad has grown to love Keanu Reeves from just this because my dad – uh, not firefighter. He worked on SWAT. He was a cop. He was in the military. He be- he sees the realism and he enjoys it. And that's, I bet that's why a lot of people who are ex-military, ex, they are in the military. The police officers, they all love this franchise. And even people who don't still love it because it's just nonstop action. It's a ton of fun. Yeah, exactly. And that scene, like you were saying, with all the driving, the scene at the Arc de Triomphe. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Again, the round. French it's the giant sucks. roundabout in Paris. Yeah, the big, the big arc thing. With the big road around it that has the Burger King right next to it, that's the one. There it's is a Burger about. King. It's called a roundabout. I know it's a roundabout. Why are you calling it a, a because, road around listen, it? <laughs> I just I do want to say though, when I looked up the place, it has it on like Google Maps and right like 
the street it's on it's just big orange letters burger king that's how you know it's an important place is it important place? <laughs> no but that scene was that might be my favorite scene out of the series so far the whole fight sequence yeah like in the road just because like it was so tense every second because you never knew who was going to get hit by a fucking car. Pure getting was, smoked in this movie. It was nonstop. And all the gunfights, too, were awesome. But it was... Yeah, no, so I, think, cool. I think this did have my favorite scene in the franchise. And it was definitely the abandoned building sequence. Yeah. But even before it does the overhead camera shot. Yeah. Because that overhead shot, it's just a long one take. It is so cool. Mm-hmm. And the, the stunt actors did a great job on, like, because there's the way that you see people fall when they get shot in, like, movies. And you're always yeah. like, that, that's so goofy looking. But these guys go down the way that mm-hmm. they're going to go down. Like, they drop. They drop. <laughs> the one guy gets lit on fire, tries to jump at him, gets shot in the neck, mm-hmm. and does, like, a flip. Like, it's Pretty it's just rough. so well done. The whole franchise. The way that uh, Tracker moves through the holes in the wall and takes out guys. Yeah. And then when it would do the one take, because you would watch John Wick from overhead, then it would come down. And it would show Tracker do something. And then John Wick would shoot at him and it would go back to the overhead. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought it was really well done. I thought this was the best filmmaking that they did too. Like the other ones are very – very good. I'm not taking away from it. Yeah. But this felt the most creative. I can agree with that. The way they did things. Yeah. Because you don't see a lot of you, – there's – you know, doing it from like a bird's eye view isn't a new thing. But having it be a one-shot, super, you know, choreographed action scene with a like bird's eye view – it doesn't happen often. No. So it, it was very creative for them to go for that. And it, it was it set it apart from all the other scenes because it wasn't just back to back to back gunfights. It was a gunfight in an active road and then an overhead gunfight in an abandoned house with a fucking fire shotgun. And then it goes to a gunfight on stairs that he has to run. 267 up. steps. It was something like that. It was. And they just falls down. Yeah. One time all the way down, then one time halfway down. Yeah, that's and then the Donnie thing. Oh yeah, that that's the thing that these movies get even better with as they went on, was just finding a way to change up every action scene to make it different from the one previous. Yeah, that's what makes them so good. And more credit to uh, this franchise that I didn't know until recently. I was watching a lot of behind the scenes trying to get ready for this episode. But uh, do you know they don't use blanks? Really? There's no gun noise or anything when they shoot. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have seen that. That's insane. Yeah. Because that means you are fully choreographed on how many times you're going to get shot at before you have to go down. You have to know how many times, how long, and all this. Like, it's it's insane, especially the Osaka scenes are crazy because there's so much going on. Yeah. And we did see the um, the behind-the-scenes released, like, two weeks ago, maybe, of the stunt guy falling down the stairs. And then they use the exact scene. Yeah. Dude, it was kind of funny, though. That shot is, like... A second in the movie, and that dude probably broke something. <laughs> yeah. I think Those the funniest are so cool though. Yeah, the, the funniest. Sorry, you go. I'm sorry. No, I was done. Okay, the funniest like stunt story of somebody going down the stairs is still Fight Club, the scene where Tyler Durden gets pushed down the steps. Yeah, not Tyler Durden, the other guy, Ed, Ed Norton's character. Yeah, he gets pushed down the steps by Tyler Durden. You ever hear about the stunt guy for that? No. So David Fincher had him go down the steps. I think maybe like thirty something times or something like that. Some crazy amount of times because it just didn't look right. And at the end, the guy was like, all right, I got to stop, man. He was like, okay, fine. And then he went to the editing room and he watched them all back. Ended up using the first take. <laughs> Dude, David Fincher's insane. He is. But it works. Have you ever heard Brad Pitt talk about working with David Fincher in his mm-hmm. career? 
He says he's yeah. never had a take that's been less than 10 tries. Really? Every shot he's done is t- at least 10 times. Yeah. That's insane. It is crazy. And then Eastwood, Clint Eastwood going off to a complete other side. He likes to use his first take. Loves to. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's so weird. But um, I want to give a shout out to a stunt guy and an action guy that finally got like, this is like his big movie. And this is Scott Atkins. Scott Atkins, you fucking rock. He played Killer. Yeah. And him in a fat suit. I, I noticed that a lot of people on TikTok had no idea it was Scott Atkins. I adore Scott Atkins. He was actually, funny story, he was the finalist for Ben Affleck's Batman. And he was also a finalist for Pattinson's Batman and didn't get either. <laughs> really? And I, I love Scott Atkins. I would really actually like to see him play Batman in the DC universe. So James Gunn, if you do somehow stumble across our podcast, please cast Scott Atkins as Batman. But he's he's moved so well in that fat suit. He's such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> he's whooping John Wick's ass. Yeah, until he gets <laughs> until he gets dropped on his head. <laughs> that was disgusting. That might have been the most brutal kill of the franchise. Like it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. It's that and the knife to the eye in the third one. Oh my god. That that one's rough. That one's... But this one was rough because that noise it made, especially in IMAX sitting right in the perfect seats. Oh yeah. That crack was Yeah. It was awesome. And I like that they his head was cracked open. They don't, oh, yeah. they don't right normally add that. Yeah. <laughs> and they showed in this one and they pulled his tooth out. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. Did you hear the people behind us? When he pulled the tooth out, I heard a lady go, Why did he do that? And the guy was like the whole conversation. <laughs> the guy was like, he needs to prove it. He's like, Oh God, that's disgusting. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Drag the dude's body. Yeah. No, I, I just wanted to give Sky Dak. It's it's not a crazy long scene, but I did love the whole car scene leading up to it. Uh-huh. Which tracker, Kane, John Wick, and Kill all sitting at the table, and then they throw the card at him and it cuts them because if you pay attention, the cards are stain are steel. Oh, were they? Yeah, that's why they didn't bend very much, but they moved pretty. They slid. Gotcha, dude. That it was just a great movie. I mean, yeah, I mean it was great. I loved it. It's by far the best movie I've seen this year, and I think yeah. it has a really solid chance of being in the top five at the end of this year. Yeah. No, I mean, I, maybe I not totally Best agree. Picture and stuff like that. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, no one saw Top Gun Maverick in the Best Picture nomination. I think, I think it'll get nominated for Best Picture. I mean, should nothing, you know, should well, the Batman should have got nominated for out. Best Picture too. Yeah, that's true. And this came out almost the same exact day that that did. True. So I don't know. But um, I did. We we didn't do this on our uh, Shazam review. We actually missed it. But what is your score for John Wick? I think I'll give it... A ninety-three. Huh? I gave it ninety-two. Okay. I yeah. I mean I think it's the best one in the franchise for me. Yeah, I think my score could go a little bit lower because I don't think it's the best one in the franchise. Wait, which one's your favorite? I think I think two might still be my favorite. Two's really good, but I, I thought the fight scenes in this one put it above two. The fight scenes very. Yeah. There's nothing like these. Yeah. There's not there's not much like two either, but these scenes the Osaka the stairwell the staircase the roundabout like that's something you I bet you will never see again. Yeah, no, I think this one might be the most rewatchable, but I think two is still the best movie out of them. Yeah, two's just, two probably is the best. Yeah, just I can't wait though until it releases whether it's on Peacock still or wherever they want to put it. Whether when it comes out on is streaming, it on Peacock? Or is that what they are? I'm pretty sure they're on Peacock now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate Peacock. Sucks. Yeah. It really is the worst streaming service. Yeah. But I'm definitely going to watch this again 
Oh, maybe like watch the whole series again because I mean, you're gonna do it again. We late just did it. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> oh God, you're gonna have to do it, Ant. <laughs> but um, yeah, we have we have to rewatch Pirates of the Caribbean too. Oh God, we're doing that April. I think it's 16th. We're recording it. Gotcha. We, we, dude, I I might have overbooked us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's good. Because as uh, most people know, we did an episode with Debatable Delaney, and that dropped today. It's actually getting a lot of love so far. So thank you guys for that. Uh, Thanks to Drunk, I think it's called the Drunk Bud Podcast. It's just a beer podcast they're having us on, which is really fun. So it's going to be a fun come up. Ryan's not drinking on the episode, just so everyone knows. They just want to have Ryan on. Yeah. I'm just getting really, really high. Don't, 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 don't say that. On crack. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I really had to say about the movie. I didn't. Oh, I do want to say the final shot of him sitting on the steps before he dies. It was nice. It was a nice. It was like a nice ending. Yeah. And he has the flashback of his wife. Yeah, it was a good bookend because it started with him. Oh, we didn't talk about him killing Bill Skarsgård. What a great way to do it. Oh yeah, I think we both noticed that he hadn't. Yeah, shot yet. our dads had no our idea. Dads didn't notice. Yeah, because you really saw him when he did this. He dropped his gun. Yeah, he, he just put it down. He went. He got shot. I don't know. Why I put my head back. And he then when, when Winston went, you buffoon. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes. And then I like that. Uh, Claude Brown is that how you say it? Clancy Brown. Clancy Brown. Yeah. He. I like how instead of having Donnie Yen get killed because that's the rules. Uh huh. They don't kill him. He says he can go back to his stepdaughter. Yeah. He can meet her again. So I, I genuinely thought this was a great ending. It. It was just. It was satisfying. It was exactly what I wanted to happen. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you have anything else you want to add? Yeah. No, I I wonder what the rules were with that. Like, why did Clancy Brown let him leave? Maybe it was like, well, he hated somebody died. Guard. Well, yeah, but maybe it's because somebody died on both sides. He just let two people live, anyways. I know he knew that everyone knew John White wasn't making it. Yeah, because he got shot right in the right in the abdomen. Yeah, it's a rough Great place. ending. No, it was a great good movie. movie. Yeah, so excited. I can't. I hope I see Akira again because the post credit scene. Looks like she's about to kill Donnie Yen. Yep. But yeah, uh, I don't have anything else to add unless you have something else. I wonder if she's she's probably going to be the spinoff that the unnamed one. No, that's what they came out. Oh no, they didn't come out. Oh no, yeah, they said they're going to announce that soon. Yeah. It's probably going to because we got we got news that Norman Reedus is going to be in Baller is a main character in Ballerina. Yeah. Which is going to be so good. They have released the synopsis. It's her going on a revenge mission to kill the people that killed her father. Really. Nice. I'm down. They released a, they released a picture. It's really? like the Suicide Squad, the original Suicide Squad, when it's hit Joker laying in all the guns. Uh-huh. That's what it is. It's her laying down. It's a bunch of guns around her. Really? It's pretty dope. But uh, yeah, moving on from this, we're going to hop into our suggestion of the week. Ryan, what's your choice? See, that's a great question. I'm going to recommend that everybody play subnautica because tommy won't play it. you don't believe this. me you've, you've said this no I, I have i i can promise you you've said that damn it all right watch um shit this um john mcfour's first cut was three hours and 45 minutes long i'd watch that so would i um watch power rangers i don't care which one you watch but there's a new one coming out on april 19th and i'm probably not gonna watch it but that's cool but watch power rangers Oh, I'm watching. It's the reunion one. Now and forever, I think it's called. I'm watching the shit out of it. It's Mighty Morphin, baby. Go, go, Power Rangers. It's that one. 
Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. You know how I got into Power Rangers? Oh. So the house I used to stay at down the shore, it had two VHS tapes. Mm-hmm. It was the Green Ranger Mighty Morphin movie and then two episodes of Mighty Morphin. Really? And I watched the shit out of it. <laughs> See, I tried to watch Power Rangers as a kid, but then like I would always watch it. And then I tried to watch another one, and it was a completely different thing, and I never knew like <laughs> Dude, which one I'm was telling which. You, and I was like, like mm-hmm. now go watch Mighty Morphin. It it's still it's still. Hits. I've heard Mighty Morphin's pretty good. Mighty Morphin's my favorite. Yeah, I'm not. Sean loves all the other ones. I like all of them, but yeah, yeah. Um, Power Rangers. Cool. My suggestion of the week is The Bear. It is probably my favorite show of last year. It's eight episodes. None of the episodes are above forty minutes, and it's fire. It's a great show. Fire? Fire. What's on fire? There is a lot of things on fire in that show. <clears throat> but yeah, no, Jeremy Allen White as the bear, he's incredible. It, I mean, it might be one of the best TV show performances I've seen in a couple of years. Yeah. You got to watch it, dude. I do. You have so many shows to watch. I'm finishing after after Better Call Saul in one season. I'm like halfway through season five. Yeah, now. so what do you do? It's Better Call Saul, The Bear, the bear. Succession, Attack on Titan. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I can't wait for you to watch Attack on Titan. No, I'm excited for that, too. That comes out August. We're actually getting the the dub version because they released the hour-long one the other day, uh, a couple weeks ago. I think we're getting the dub on the 8th. Cool. So I'm so excited. I've been waiting. But uh, we have some fan questions because I actually put them up today. Perfect. So this is the first question. This is from Brandon. I know you guys are Phillies fans, so I wanted to ask your thoughts on Hoskins going down for the season. Very, very upsetting. I, I like Reese a lot, even when he's slumped. He's one of my favorite players because, you know, maybe not for his skill on the field, but because of his attitude towards the game, he's always, like, the guy on the bench having fun. Like, he, he's a really cool guy to be around, it seems like, on the bench. So seeing him go, seeing him go down, no, not only – God, I can't talk. Not only because it's 20-plus less home runs, but also because he just seems like a really cool dude. It it sucks to see him go down like that. Yeah, no, because he's it's. I mean, he's one of the most. He's consistently bats two fifty, hits twenty five to thirty home runs, and will always get you seventy five to eighty five RBIs. So I mean, that's a big bat you're going to lose. And maybe he's not the best defenseman, but as you said, he's a team leader, and that's why it's going to be such an issue. And this was the last year of his contract. Yeah. So there's a chance. It, I think it's going to be really hard to get him to sign a one year prove it deal in Philly. But I think he loves the city enough that he might do it. Yeah. But there's going to be people offering him $100 million contracts. Oh, I agree. I mean, the dude's ranked as the top, a top 10 first baseman in baseball. He's a power hitter. Yeah. And, you know, there's a, there's a team, now that there's the universal DH especially, exactly. that will pay him that 100 mil to be like, you don't have to do anything but hit. Yeah. I think if there's a team with a good first baseman, I think he could have a future. As much as I'd like him to stay on the Phillies, if he decides to go elsewhere, he could definitely have a future DHing for somebody. I think that's the best spot for him. I would I would like the Phillies to put him at DH, but we might not ever get that option. Yeah. Uh, question number two is from Landon. In John, is John Wick four the greatest action movie of all time? Yes, to me. Really? It's this or John Wick two. I I think there's an action movie. I I don't think there's anything that can even come close to it. Even the raid. The raid's the raid's actually close. Yeah, <laughs> raid's so good. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, it's such a good. I mean, so nah, the I, weird blood in the raid lowers it for me. See, the green blood is so odd. I don't mind the blood because, like, it is, it's not red, but it's also, like, a very green. dark, damp, gray building. So it's, it kind of throws off the color a little bit. Yeah. Anyways. 
Well, that they also couldn't show blood, so that's, yeah. that's why. Yeah, exactly. No, the rate the rate is so good. Yeah, old boys so good. No, I I do think it's John McFord. They really, they really did scenes I never thought I would ever get to watch. Yeah, I never thought we were gonna get a fire breath that well done and that mm-hmm. accurate. I think you could say this is top five, top ten for sure, maybe top five. I don't know if it's going what? number one right yet. I don't know if it's going number one right now. I mean, as of right now, to me, it's number one. Now, in a month, I might be like, it's not the because yeah. Lethal Weapon to me is, is top five. I yeah. love Lethal Weapon. You have to finish them. Yeah, maybe. No, no, it's not a maybe. You're going to finish the Lethal Weapon franchise because then by the time the fifth one comes out next year, you're going to be ready. All right. Who is an actor you would love to work with Tarantino? Hmm. It's from Aaron. Mind, I'm sticking with it. Jeremy Allen White. I really want to see him do a movie, like a dark, serious movie because yeah. I think he's got the acting for it. Um, it's a good question. I would love to see Danny DeVito work with. Tarantino. That would that is actually that a would, great casting. I'm 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 proud of you. That would actually be pretty. That cool. was a really good answer. And I think a basic answer for both of us is Pattinson because I think he could yeah really... he was stuck in my head for a little bit, but I'm his, like I don't want to say. We've, I think we've said that before. I think we've yeah. got a question quite similar to this. But I, I yeah. yeah no I think I think I'm gonna say Jeremy Allen and Dane Devito is a good one. I think Devito would fit because he could do like that you know Tarantino style of comedy, but he's also a fairly serious actor sometimes. Like he does serious dramatic roles, and I think he could fit pretty well, especially as like some sort of boss or something. It'd be pretty cool. And with Tarantino's comedy that he had mixes yeah. in those movies, fit well. Now this question's to you, like specifically at you, really. Ryan, as we all know, you're watching the Rocky franchise right now. Have you completed it, and what are your thoughts on it? Um, yes, I have completed it. No, you haven't. I have to watch Bad Boa. Yeah, That's right. I forgot about that one. It's from Mitch, by the way. Um, they're okay. No, I think as like fun, entertaining movies, they're very they're great, and I think the first two are really, really good, and the first two Creeds are really, really good, but like. As they go on, they definitely dip in quality. Where it's like, I'm watching it for the fight, but everything else I could go without. Yeah, no, that that is, and that's why I'm excited for you to watch Balboa because Balboa goes much more into his life. Yeah, and it's it's sad. It's a I think it's it's my favorite of the Rockies. Yeah. But as we as we talked about, we are going to do a Rocky episode because I know we're from Philly. I kind of feel like it's got to come up at some point in our podcasting careers. Yeah, and then yeah. our final question of the day, which I think will actually be. Might need some time to think about. What is your guys' hottest take it's from Micah? I mean, I think Last Jedi hitting top three Star Wars movies is pretty fucking hot. That, that is that is a <laughs> hot take. I got to think of one. You keep, you go. Hottest take. I mean, also, if you listen to the Bait Delaney, Pulp Fiction. Dude, dude, that's a hot take. Especially <laughs> now that I lay, have it tattooed on my body. You got it like two days later. Yeah, literally <laughs> two days later. It's a good episode. Everyone go check it out. It's a really fun episode. Yeah. And then I think it comes out next week or the week after. But uh, we're also on We Love Horror Podcast. Very fun episode as well. Michael's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, we're going to have him on for Evil Dead Rise. Rising, I think it is. Um, that's that's in two weeks. You better get, You better get yourself ready to watch that. <laughs> you're like there's no getting ready no get- i'm just gonna watch it you're like i'm just gonna watch I'm it i'm not man. watching the first call i don't i don't care can we watch the remake no 
So good. I don't want to. That's so good. I've seen the scene of her cutting her tongue in half, and I don't want to oh, watch dude, it. it. It is. I watched that at thirteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to watch that. Thirteen. I I'm was good. like, this is what I'm doing. I'll pass. It's rough. I can't even get my dad to watch it. Yeah. Hottest take. I got to think of one. It's gonna be a lot of dead time for Tom to cut. He's not cutting any of this. This is all staying. I'm trying to think, because I think this is a good part to let us think about it. People have to hear this. Uh, hottest take, hottest take, hottest take, hottest take. No, this is a good question. There's just a lot of hot takes we can have. We do have a lot of hot takes. Just gotta figure out the right one. I have one that I'm thinking of. I don't know if it's hot. Hmm. Oh, I got one. I got one. The Irishman is one of the worst mafia movies I've ever seen. Like, it's not super hot. It has a 90-something percent. Well, yeah, but I feel like a lot of people agree that it's very long. It's not even long. I just don't think it's good. Really? I thought I think that De Niro was wrongfully cast. I, I just – I never got – and I love the book, the book that's based on. Yeah. I, I, the first time I watched it, I was really like, this movie's not good. I do not enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. But it's not in, like, it's not in the runtime. It has no rewatchability to me. It is kind of boring. It is boring. I, and think, like, I think we kind of agree on that. Especially when you have Goodfellas and stuff like that, that Scorsese's done. Like, it's just not good. Yeah. I, I also think Al Pacino's gone. overrated as an actor. Mm-hmm. He really isn't great in that role. He hasn't as, been good in yeah. 13 years, 15 years, probably. If we go through his filmography, I mean, he did give us the Dunkachino. That that's a reason why he's, <laughs> he's up here, and I and I love Pacino's early movies, like not even just early, like Sen of a Woman. What a fucking performance! And I I just don't get it. I don't get how you go from like De Niro's the same way. I don't get how you go from making these greatest movies of all time, like considerable, like considered two of the greatest actors of all time, mm-hmm. and then you just start making shit. Like I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't even know if that's a hot take. Oh, Tobey Maguire sucks as Spider-Man. I've rewatched two of them in the last two weeks. I, 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 it might be the early 2000s. Yeah. And maybe it's not him. Maybe it's just the early 2000s. I, I'm really grown to dislike these movies. Yeah. I, it's upsetting because I think the villains are so good. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think I'll stick with – I mean I think Last Jedi being so high on my list because I do love that movie. But also, saying Rocky's okay, might that's a hot take. That's a pretty hot take. But also saying that the Snyderverse is dog shit, that's a pretty hot take. No, it's not. Those people would kill me. I'm a huge Zack Snyder guy. You know, you know that's know. how I yeah. think. It's not a great universe. It's not. It could have. I think it could have. If he cuts the killing from Batman. Yeah. If Zack Snyder stops writing fan fictions and starts writing superhero movies, they'd be decent. Because I think Zack Snyder's Justice League is awesome, mm-hmm. and because that shows Batman the way that I wanted to see this Batman. But I get, I get what he wanted to do. I get all that. But then he says stuff like, "Oh, Frank Miller's Batman killed in the comic." No, he doesn't. He doesn't kill anyone except Joker, which he really doesn't even kill. Joker kills himself. But like stuff like that, like I'm okay because in The Dark Knight Returns, one of the greatest anime films of all time, Batman uses a gun. Yeah, and the, like that wasn't hated, but it's just certain things. If you didn't make Justice League right after, maybe. Like Man of Steel, if you can went Man of Steel, Ben Affleck's Batman, then to BVS, I think the Snyderverse is a whole different thing. Yeah. Like show maybe Robin dying in the middle of Ben Affleck's movie. Or show in Suicide Squad. Have David Ayer do that. 
Yeah, like they mention it. Yeah, but. like sh- can you imagine if that's in the middle of a bad movie that happens? You see him start like getting bad, bad, and eventually kill someone, yeah. and then you see him in BVS the way he's treating people, and then you have the whole redemption arc. Then you go to Zack Snyder, like little things could have changed the whole year. But I don't think that's that hot of a take that Zack Snyder's movies aren't that good. Yeah, because even me who really enjoys them, I know they're not that good. Yeah, they're just really not that good. I'm just trying to make it harder. I'm I trying know. to make people dislike me more because it's funny. I don't get it. No, I, no one sends you hate comments. <laughs> you just get away with it. If I say one thing bad, I get fucking reamed. Because I'm honest. I, I'm honest that I, it's funny. But you say things and you're like, guys, I'm serious. Don't hate me for this. And then people hate you for it. Yeah, but you like ream people. Yeah, but that's it's funny. It is I funny. do it in the name of love. Uh, the name of comedy. You told our fans you don't like them. <laughs> I like some of them. I like the cool ones. <laughs> if someone's listening to us, that shows you they're not cool. What are you talking about? Because we're not cool. the coolest. The no, coolest. but you can say I like the cool ones because then everybody listening goes, oh, I must be a cool one. You don't know if you're a cool one. <laughs> you're probably a cool one. If you're listening to this podcast. If you've made it this far. Into you're this. a cool one. <laughs> <laughs> this is such... Dude, I don't know what's happened, but our episodes have become so scuffed in like the last month and a half. It is. What I think it is. doing the last of us every week really just threw up for a loop. Yeah, we haven't done that in a minute. Yeah, it was a long stretch. I'm so sad Short over of... though. I'm, oh, mi- yeah. I'm missing it a lot, dude. I don't know why. I just suddenly started missing House of the Dragon really bad again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I dude, can't I wait this dude, long. <laughs> I was thinking about when I de- when I met when I emailed a uh, Millie Alcox. Agent, oh it was like four twenty one. That four twenty three was pretty much no. <laughs> so fast. <laughs> All the other ones took like a day or so. And they're like, maybe we'll have to see a scheduling. Hers was just no. Yeah, no. But Not if Miliaka, you listen, we would love to have you on. We're huge fans. Who's we? <laughs> no, she's fantastic. Is okay. Right. Well, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. I know the end was a little scuffed, but um, uh. <laughs> yeah, funk. But thank um, you for listening. Thank you to, um, for listening. Make sure to check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Instagram, anywhere you find podcasts, TikTok, anywhere. Yeah, make sure to share us with your family and friends. Make sure to share with everyone you know. I'm not going to go down a certain road that Ryan thinks I was going to go down, but I have no idea. Oh, what I thought about. I was going to go somewhere else where I made a share joke before and we had to cut it. Share joke before? Share with oh, your mom. oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to like yeah. and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, follow us on Spotify. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. I think I don't know what we're doing next week. This show's kind of just going week by week. We're trying to figure something now. Yeah. Do you know anything? Do you have, Do you have any idea what we're gonna do next? Fuck no. Yeah. No, that's a good ending. I yeah. think. All right. See ya. See you guys. <laughs>